No Offence But, where we discuss the uncomfortable topics, drop the truth bombs and have the raw and real conversations that make you feel socially acceptable. Guys, if you've enjoyed listening, please ensure you give us a follow and if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe for more updates. What's happening? What's good? What's cracking lacking, y'all? Not a lot. Um, I'm really busy. I'm starting two new businesses. By the end of the year, I'm going to have four businesses. Oh, welcome to my world. You are going to have no time. No, I have a lot of time. I run businesses that you build early in the beginning. It's really hard work and then you don't have to do anything. That's how I feel. Yeah, I only work like, I worked out all of them together will be like 14 hours a week. Nice. What, in the beginning to start? No, 14 hours a week to maintain. We're all four. Nice. I'm here for that. Yeah. I'm also relaunching, rebranding. Got the busiest week. I'm excited. I feel a little bit like I've actually put up a whiteboard in my bedroom like, you know, the sticky ones on the wall and then just, like, planned out to kickstart my new year. I saw your post the other day. Yeah, so you I'm know a little... I mean business when yeah, it comes Yeah, no, I'm on it, but I'm a, bit, I'm a little bit, like, overwhelmed because I'm like, how am I going to get to that point? But I'm just like, do you know what, do the basics that you need to do every day because otherwise you just end up procrastinating. You just got to take one step at a time. One step. And then all of a sudden it just comes, you're like, oh, like, yeah. I've been freaking out quite a few times. So, yeah, like, I've really pulled it back and I'm like, right, Tomorrow's my content day. Wednesday's blocked out for my website creation. And then it's just all going to come together. Thursday will be my Canva content. So it's just like, it'll all, all, all come together. It's a lot. But yeah, it's one of those ones where it's a lot of work in the beginning. And then once it's set up, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, I really feel, I feel a bit overwhelmed at the moment. Not, work Work is great. Work is chill. It's a vibe, whatever. But it's like, um, I feel like I'm at the beginning of my true health journey mm. i care now i give a shit and it needs to change but then sometimes i procrastinate i don't do the things that i know i should be doing and i'm just kind of like i'm ready can i just say it's so it's scary isn't it do you know what i think in my head i'm like what if i do all these things that are meant to be good for me and it doesn't work and i still feel like shit i think one thing you need to be kind with yourself because i know what's good for me and i know i can see a difference if i don't do my meditative practices i can see the difference mm. but it's not every day, man. Like you still got yeah, life. Yeah. You're still life learning the habit in. and the pattern. Yeah, like it's you just not every day for me. I think That's just like with stuff like that, like health is well overwhelming. I've been on the journey, but I'm still on the journey. And we know that I'm someone that loves to chop and change if I don't see immediate results. And we've just heard speaking with our skin lady. You yeah. are the most impatient. I think do something that's like just the basis basics of just eating cleaner. And yeah, you're gonna have a day where you have like a dark coke or some chocolate. That's okay. Yeah. It's not as gonna. It's not the end of the world. It's like it's 80 not. 20, isn't it? They say like do 80% good, 20% bad. Yeah, it's like people that piss me off when they're like, oh, I'm losing weight and I can't have a sandwich. It's like, oh, Suzanne, Suzanne, having one sandwich is not gonna pile on a pound. Like it actually takes. I saw something online basically about like if you eat a box and a half of celebrations, mm-hmm. then yeah, you're gonna put on a pound. So people that think like, oh, if I have a waffle this morning, fucked, like yeah. it fucks me off. I'm just it's like, the it mindset work like that. I get yeah. real. That's what we've been fed, and then you're gonna start believing it, so it'll start to happen. Literally, anything you believe will happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So you'll eat a burger. You will get in a pound because if you believe it, it'll probably happen. Yeah. So I'm 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 in that zone. I feel overwhelmed about actually beginning and staying consistent. But like you said, maybe just be a bit kinder to myself. And if there's a morning I don't manage to make that smoothie, it's really 
don't beat yourself up because then I'm like, oh, fuck, you procrastinated. Run upstairs, get the book, eat the frog, start reading it to re-energise myself and whatever. No, it's a good babe. book though, not going to lie. Yeah, it's good. But if I fail on a particular day, I, I just need to take it easy. Did I give you that book, Eat That Frog? No, it's one of Leon's many collections oh, of books. Oh, I've got that book. Yeah. Very good book. I like it. Very good book. My cousin has that book, but she's procrastinating not reading the book. Atomic Habits is really good. I really want to borrow that. Yeah, you can yeah. borrow it after this. Atomic Habits is probably one of the most game-changing books for me. Yeah, I someone said that to me recently. Mm, I might give that a go. I've got that. Not on my Audible, but on Leon's as an audio, so yeah. Mm, really, really good. Really, really good. Well, little book club. Yeah, we could be having a oh yeah, we could be having a book club. Today's topic, ladies, I think this is gonna be quite relatable for a lot of people. Um, I think we obviously we're all mums, so we're kind of sharing our experience from well, me and you, I think more so losing yourself after a baby. But I think there's been lots of times throughout life that I've definitely lost myself and we can touch on that. Yeah. Um I think it's interesting because it's kind of that time of the year where you start reflecting, you're getting close to Christmas. I've already just said and you've said, you know, starting businesses, everyone's already thinking ahead for the new year. Um it's either like a rebirth moment or people are just like don't know where I'm going with life. Mm. Um I don't know, how are you both feeling in yourself? I know we just said about being overwhelmed and stuff, but do you feel like you're happy, content in life? Do you feel a little bit lost? Like, where are you at now? I'm so lost. Like, I'm so lost. It's beyond a joke. Why do you feel lost? Like, what feels just a mess. There's clouds in my head. It's dark in there. It's, It's like every day I wake up, it's a rainy day in my head, and I really have to kickstart myself. How do you feel about trying some mushrooms? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, at this point, what have I got to lose? Oh. What's going to happen? What? Yeah, okay, honestly, I'll look after you. Because at this point, I don't know that I am. I've always been really proud of my ability to block outside influences. I'm very good at being at peace in my head. You know, I can drive from where I live to where I work, which is over an hour and a half, in complete and utter silence. I don't want the music. I, don't, I used to be able to be that person, and I was so happy mm. in my own head. Um, but as of late, I'm not happy. It's really hard to maintain mental strength when you're physically unwell. So that's been hugely detrimental. I, I don't know who I am. I don't like doing all the stuff I used to like to do. Everything bores me or incredible anxiety. It's just, it's a mess. Sometimes what I feel, which we don't realise at the time, is when you're in it, you can't see it. Mm. But being the other side... I really believe that where you're at is actually such a great place. Yeah. It's catastrophic where you're about to have a massive change. Growth. It's huge growth. You're starting to not like the things you used to like because you're not no longer that version of queen. You're starting to look at alternative ways of healing because you no longer want the quick fix. Like You've gone one extreme and there's this really in-depth story of how Buddha enlightened three people and these people all went crazy. Like One of them wanted to kill a thousand people and he chopped up their fingers, had him around his necklace. He was on 999 and Buddha come along, he enlightened him. Another woman was running around naked in streets. Her family all died. Another woman was carrying around a dead baby because she, she wanted the baby so bad. She finally got one. He was like three or four and he died. So she carried around and tell everyone he was alive. It was like rotten. And he enlightened all three. And what the story is, is that you have to go one side of the extreme to go to the other side mm. to find balance. So you've gone into that real dark, crazy place because the other side's going to be so beautiful and magical, but it just takes time to get through it. It does, yeah. I think we all have that. Like, we've definitely all felt lost at one point. And just on what you said, Lace, like, taking it back to when I had my little boy Santino. Oh, my that gosh. That was... Oh, when you cut your hair? That I was a moment. I cut my hair. I 
went up to a size 14 going on to 16. Okay, granted, I had a baby, but I was just so unhappy, eating, lost myself. And I, you know, we've mentioned it a couple of times on the podcast, like, mm. especially when you've had a business and you feel like you, that's all you know, who you are. And it's like, you're supposed to become this mum who's like nice and feminine and relaxed. And it's just not you. You do feel lost, but it took me getting to that point of feeling really unhappy and really lost to really soul search. Yeah. And I think it took me about a year of soul searching to then realise like, okay, well, what am I unhappy about in my life? I think that's the first thing if you do feel lost is to write down all of the areas that you do feel lost. So for me, it was like, wait, career, even as a mum. And then straight away, I was like, okay, well, the number one thing to do is get myself in the gym. Mm-hmm then that starts giving you like the clear headed, are you even in the gym? Nope. No. But I wouldn't really say it's gym. just the gym. I wouldn't say like everyone needs to go to the gym because I don't think that works. But like, <laughs> things like <clears throat> sleeping, what you're eating, like start really, really basic because I can't even be asked to go to the gym. So <laughs> I'll be honest, gym, no, not currently. It's not Queen's um, thing either. But I have started doing walks more because I'm yeah. comfortable and I'm happy with that. Um, I don't want to go and do a thing that's currently making me unhappy in the hopes that soon it will make me feel better. I'm, that's just not me. I'm not saying it in the sense of like, oh my God, the gym is the saviour of everything because it's not. And like you say, if you don't enjoy it, it's not the place to be pushing yourself and you're not in the best mental place. But the fact you're doing walking, I think yeah. it's just having that time. Some some sort of exercise, whether it's walking on your own or just that headspace to, your, to yourself where you've got time to think. You cannot think in your household at times. No, if it's messy, if you've got kids, Suffocated. you're thinking too much about what you're feeding them with the lunch pack the and next day. And also the exercise does give you endorphins, but exercise could be walking and the fresh air would do so much for your brain. Yeah, that's what I mean. So like, for me, I was just like, okay, I need to change my environment. And that's when I did start to change my environment. I had a chance to think about work and clarity and just putting yourself in a different environment really, really you're helps. absolutely right. Um, you, you can't fix yourself if you're in the same environment that's making you sick. So the walks have been helpful. I've quite enjoyed that. I don't go all the time. When I've got the strength and energy, I will. Instead of taking Pippa in the car, I will walk. And it's actually quite nice. I quite enjoy the walk back by myself. So we walk there, we're talking, she's telling me what she's going to do today, the plan. And then on the way back, it's just me in my head and that's it. So I've started to make small changes. But like I feel better when you said you were soul searching for like a year. Mm. Because... As you know, I want to fix myself right now. And when it's taking so long, I'm like, fucking hell, what are you, just broken now? That's the thing. Like, I was miserable for five years. And mm. I probably started soul searching for, like, two years until I really started to... I'd say... I'm going to say... Fuck me, guys. I ain't got five years. I'm not ending. It takes three <laughs> years, I would say, on average, to massively change your life. I've really been thinking about this lately. And even to the point of, like... You could be in the most worst place now, the worst. In three years, you could be a multimillionaire. Yeah. But that's legit. Yeah. You're happiest, healthiest, thriving. And I think that's the problem because I heard this quote before. We overestimate what we can achieve in one year, but we underestimate what we can achieve in three or five years. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. So just think you've got to be like long term, but also you need to understand, like you just said, it's not a quick fix. No. Like I was miserable for years. It was awful also something you've said queen like obviously we started recording this podcast beginning of the year january and one of the first things you said in an episode is you know you know i don't really like drinking water i don't really care about that stuff it doesn't mm -hmm. bother me now we're you know coming to the end of the year and you're like okay guys i'm gonna get into my health then we've already just said at the beginning of the conversation you know 
oh, I don't know if I'm going to keep to it or, you know. So for me, I remember, actually, yeah, you're right, about three years. When I was first going on to the journey, it was like an exercise. But I didn't necessarily care about what I was putting into my body until really the last two years where I've been on that whole, like, actual cleansing the gut, cleansing the body. And it's only really now, okay, yeah, you're probably drinking more water. You're probably being more conscious about Mm -hmm. food. Over the next year, you'll probably be dipping in and out of it. Then you'll get to a point where you're like, fuck this, I really do need change. And then that's when, like we were saying with the skin, if someone says to you to do something about your skin, we're at that exhaustion point of, I'm going to commit to it. Yeah, yeah. you're like, anything to make this stop. <laughs> yeah, I, and I do feel like I'm there now. I just need it to fuck off. I want the fucking fog to go away. I want the cloud to disappear. I want to feel well. I'm 37 and I literally feel 80. Mm. And a lot, some of that has been out of my control, but I, I feel now... A lot has been in control. I could have probably done things differently a lot sooner. Mm. Um, but look, I'm not going to beat myself up over it. We're here now. But it's a very, very over overwhelming place. I think that's a really great point you've just made. You always need to accept where you are now. Yeah. You need to be okay. And yeah, it's shit. Guys, I've done so many shitty things. Like, mm. I had to really sit this year and be like, did I ruin my whole relationship with my daughter's dad? Like, I had to really sit with that. I'm like, was it me? I'm just not... I'm really, like dig into them stuff because I make mis- made mistakes like of course I did and being sitting with it and accepting like okay this is what it is now you cannot change the past life is a game right you can't change your last move but you could be wise of your next one and I think that's where people need to really when you want to change your life when you've really lost yourself okay you're gonna story's gonna play over your head like I should have done this differently I should have done that should have taken this business opportunity oh my god I should have not put my money there like yeah hold on to the past way too much yeah yeah hold on to the past way too much and again i feel like i've done loads of shitty things in the past and if i held on to that oh my god i'd be just in a you would be miserable um do you know what the other thing is though like now i can see the other side of all them thoughts and you know all them regrets that i had my life's actually the best it's ever been like it's at a point now where it's like unbelievable. I can't even tell you. Like, I know in January, like it's just going to be a whole different life. It's insane. I'm in that transition period now. Where it's a little bit uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable in every area of my life right now. But don't yeah. be scared of that. I think that's where people back off. Yeah. From when the uncomfortable feeling comes. The idea starting a new job or like business or like, again, like yeah. we were just saying, you can't see the end point, but you can't. And like, and now I know all of them things had to happen that way in order to get me to this really good point. So it's like, don't sit and like regret them things. I know it's really, you're gonna, and it's okay to do that. It's like, you, I just need to like, you get to a point where it's just like, okay, fuck it. yeah, fuck it. This happened, fuck it. Like every time the thought comes up, fuck it. Just say that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. No, Recognize was, it. I feel like that was something I did with such ease. I didn't even have to think about it. I, I literally was the master of, fuck it, who gives a shit, it's fine, it's happened, I'm going to move on, I'm not going to beat me. And even if, if people did me wrong or did some weird shit, I'd be like, okay, you do you, boo, bye. I never carried shit. And I think that's part of what's making me feel so lost. Now I feel like I'm carrying a lot of people's shit. Oh, really? Like a thing happened at the weekend. This is so interesting because you've never been like that before. Yeah, no, never. Mm. Um, A thing happened at the weekend Normally, I would have tackled it head on. It's probably why I had the whole incident with the weight conversation earlier oh, on today. Okay. But I should have tackled it right away. But I, it wasn't right. People had been drinking. And I was like, I've not drunk. So if I tackle it now, it's, but it's been fucking irking me. And again, it was comments. 
about my weight from who I think is a friend. And now I'm sat here, it's literally eating me. I might call her tomorrow because it's really annoyed me. I think you need to stop losing weight now. And I said, oh, okay, I, you're going to assume I'm doing it on purpose, right? And that was it. I couldn't speak to her for the rest of the evening because I was raging. And she'd had drinks, I hadn't. And I was like, Ugh. but I feel, again... Was it said from like, a babe, you look so good, you you just need to stop losing weight now? Because I've had the comments as well and it's fucking hurtful because people don't understand what you're going through or what... Do you know what? It was the most fucked up timing. We were at the garage, brave. It was nice. We were on the dance floor giving it gun fingers. Mm. It was so fun. And she just came up to me and was like, I really think you should stop losing weight now. Mm. What the fuck? You just fuck killed off. the vibe. When you're dancing. Literally. On the dance floor. In the middle of time. What the fuck are you talking about? And we'd been together the whole evening. So she's supposed to be my friend. She's eyeballing me the whole night. Probably mm. thinking, yeah. oh, look at your collarbone. Oh, look at this. You look mad skinny. And then she had a bit of Dutch courage. Then she took the opportunity to say it. That's not a friend. How about you say to me, oh my God, I'm going to tell her this tomorrow. How about you say to me, hun, are you struggling? You know, I only live 10 minutes up the road. Um, do you want some recipes that are quick and easy? Or because I know last time we spoke, you were so unwell. Or, hey, why don't you come over for dinner? How are you? How That's are the first you? first question. Yeah. Don't fucking Can come I bring to you me. some dinners once a week? Yes, yeah. please do. I you're that. actually that bothered and you just don't want to dig me out. Yeah. Find us help Offer me. Offer me help or shut the fuck up. up. So it's and that's been eating me the whole day. And of course, unfortunately, other people got the end of it today. But mm. that I need to have that conversation with her. And it's weird shit like that. Like the old me would never in an in I would have shut that down immediately yeah, would have. in that Excuse time. Me. Yeah. Not to be rude of a cunt, but I would have been like, mm. uh girl, mm mm. We don't do that. Yeah, you would have. You're supposed to be my friend, but... Especially if she knows what's going on in your life and yeah. stuff. Do you know what I mean? Really like, it can, Yeah, I'm really I sure like for that. also the whole weight thing. Like, it, obviously it goes both ways. Like, adding on weight and letting it go. That's also just a chapter of your life. Like, you've been way bigger. Mm. Like, I looked in the mirror in May. I remember looking at myself being like, I am like a bag of bones. I used to put my clothes on and they were just like hanging off of me. But there's nothing I could physically do to stop mm -hmm. what was going on. Like, yeah. I was getting affected probably by eating. I wasn't eating Stress. as much. And yeah, I was just, I was, a lot was happening in my life. And, you know, just sometimes like you need to be realistic of what you can manage at that yeah. time. Like right now, all I can manage is looking after my kid and getting myself out of bed and getting myself ready and getting through the day. And that's where you are at then, yeah. Yeah, and you know what? That is fucking excellent. I think we should all be celebrating ourselves way more of getting out of bed every day. Like, yeah, because that shit's hard. Sometimes that's the hardest time of your life, yep. just getting out getting of bed. Getting out of bed. And you should be praising, we should be praising ourselves. Like every single person listening to this, you've done a fucking great job today, getting out of bed, getting your kids to school, whatever the fuck you've had to do. Even if you had to brush your teeth and you know, sometimes it's hard to even take personal hygiene. Sometimes like, I don't brush my teeth before the school run because there's no fucking time. When, but even when you're feeling shit, you're like, yeah. I don't want to go and make myself look good or put makeup on today or shower. Yeah. Like, I feel awful. And that's okay, guys. It's not going to last forever. Just know. Just always have this in the back of your head, like, this time will pass. This time will pass. Like, yeah. just trust that. Because it will. You won't be a showery, unshowered mess forever. I promise. What are some, like, really good self-care tips that you would say is good for, like, finding yourself again? I was actually reading an article not long ago. Um, it was 10 things you could do to boost your mood that don't involve exercise, Ooh. right? Because I'm a gym phobe that don't involve exercise. And it was really simple things such as take up a new hobby. And I'm kind of like, I've lost count of how many times I've said, I want to go pottery painting. 
Like, it sounds so lame. I wouldn't say that. But I feel like that's going to be so fun and good for my soul. And it doesn't have to be expensive. So take up a hobby that you've always wanted to do and you haven't. I loved you it when you were painting. Time. Yeah, that was so that fun. Was cool. um, but, you know, like, the steam blew out. I might pick up a paintbrush again. But um, what else did it have? It had things like um, meditating and relaxing. You can do that by yourself and make time. You need to find yourself. But the biggest thing I took from it was the hobbies. You can't just sit in your house and do nothing and expect for change to come. It isn't coming. I have recently started being a bit more intentional about how I look before I leave my bedroom, before I have a conversation with someone because you're, reflect you're looking at yourself all day and if you just look like a bag of shit, that's how you're going to feel. Mm -hmm. um, Self-talk is enormous yeah guys if i tell you in the last six months it's actually quite shocking because i've started to count the amount of times i go yeah but you won't achieve that anyway or actually you're really not that clever or oh my god if they knew how dumb you really were like it's also motherhood really challenges you i think at the minute pippa's just moving into that year four stage and i know it sounds wild but she's bringing home maths homework i'm 37 and i'm struggling with it so again, the self dot what a dummy. You cannot help your year four kid with mm. maths homework. It's just so much negative self-talk. I had this Mate, really it's good algebra video. and shit though. Like, come on. Yeah, come on. None of us I went, know that. Yeah, none of us know I that. had this really good TikTok video yesterday, which is about the self-talk. And I fucking it's loved awful. it. The analogy was amazing. She was like, the self-talk in your brain, have you not noticed it's yourself? Yeah. Like it's your voice. Yeah, it is. She was like, it's no one else's. It's not like true or false. It's just your voice repeating it. She was like, it's basically like a parrot. It's just learnt things from what you've picked up over the years or what you've told yourself. She was yeah. like, would you let a parrot run your life? No. No, you definitely like, wouldn't. wouldn't. She was like, it's just on repeat, the parrot, because that's all it knows. It's the 100%. same with your self-talk. It's just your parrot on repeat, and you're letting that ro like ro ruin. Yeah, we're letting it control your life. What yeah. if you like pretended that voice wasn't your own and it was like someone you really hated trying to down talk you? You'd be like, shut the you fuck up. You should, name it, nice. name it. Yeah, name like it a bit like Chimp Paradox. That's another great book mm -hmm. where it's like, you've got the good chimp and the bad chimp and the bad chimp is the one that will be chatting shit to you saying you can't do this or the negative self-talk. And then yeah. you'd be like, fuck off. Chimp. Dave, the chimp. Yeah. My you bad know. chimp. Um, Everybody knows that Dave is a bit of a cunt, right? <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Do you know what I did? I've just, uh, this has just popped into my head because I was scrolling back through my archives on my story from like years ago. And I remember jumping on my stories and talking because I was going through this phase and I remember everyone was like, your energy is just hitting different at the moment. Like you're just vibing. And it was when I was having a bit of a cleanse, like a clean out stage. I think, especially after you've had a baby and your mum, there is nothing wrong with getting rid of the old you. Yeah. So by yeah. that, I remember I was I cleaned out all my underwear drawers. I got rid of my maternity bras. I got rid of any, you know, the old Primark knickers girls. We've all got them. Just anything that didn't make me feel good or made me feel sexy. I got rid of clothes. Um, I was having a conversation the other day. Who was it with? Someone that was saying, like, you know, they never buy... Um, clothes bigger you know like we all put on weight and stuff like that they yeah. try to avoid doing that because you end up getting comfier in those bigger sizes rather than thinking no I need to lose weight and mm -hmm. just changing up like little things you can do to put yourself in more of a positive mindset of no I am going to lose the weight or I'm going to you know cut down whatever yeah so yeah I remember clearing out my underwear drawer that was good clearing out the wardrobe clearing up the you house you were a really weird phase becoming a mum actually you were very like mumsy dressed 
Yeah, no, because that's what I mean. I felt like I had to you become had to yeah. that. You and do. Almost... You start to be like, do I dress differently now? Honestly, I look back at those photos and it makes me feel sick. It's not you at all. It it's was crazy. not me, but it, it, it's like society. Bullshit. You my become... worst fear, I'm sorry if you hate this and you're a mumsy mum, I just don't want to be a fucking mumsy mum. Like, it's my worst fear. I want to be a cool mum. I want to be the cool mum. I know so many mumsy mums and I remember when they weren't frumpy and I know it's terrible, but... They've become frumpy. And some people, if you become frumpy and you're happy with that, great. But don't Yeah, good majority of people aren't happy frumpy. You can't. Nah. And I actually, I think it's those women that have got lost and have never been able to find their way. And that's you know why they're like They find that. their way through their kids. It's like, that's not the way. And one thing I feel like I've learned, Mabs is five now. And I actually wish I knew this back before I was a mum or back when she was younger because... I was so upset with how much I'd lost myself and where I was that I didn't fully appreciate the present moment with her. Mm. Yeah. And she's so grown up now and I'm okay now. I'm in a really great place that I wish that I'd just trusted that this would end. You're going to be okay. So do you know what? Fuck it. Just enjoy your kid now. And yeah, you might be lost in this, but just be lost in loving your kid for a while and just have the intention like, I am going to find myself one day. And when she got went to school in January is when I was like, okay got the time now weirdly like nursery doesn't seem to hit the way school does i don't know why does it not it does not i don't know why like she was at nursery all the time like didn't have this feeling at all and then january comes she was back to school i was like right i feel like i've got my life to get serious now like i can do x y and z and it's weird it's like, a, yeah and it's a huge milestone though isn't it and um you probably worry less than when they're at nursery because they're really still quite little so you probably couldn't really clear your head even when she's at nursery you were still always in mum I mode. think nursery for one they're longer hours you take the piss you're like yeah. oh, I'll do it later whereas now I've got school I've got four or five hours I'm like bro I need to get this done like I've no because, time for fucking yeah. about um, and then you've also got some a lot of holidays so you're like okay well I need to get this done by this and plan your projects around it so it's just a lot more structured and a lot more like high pressure and another thing I wish like I learned that I felt like I was so unworthy when I was a mum I felt like I had no value to give to society anymore I just felt like there was nothing great of being a mum now because I'm just a mum. Yeah. Whereas now, do you know how fucking like, give a mum a task, that bitch will get done for you. Yeah. So quick. Yeah, The incredible. best to the fucking ability than any other man or any other woman could give it to you. Do you know why? That girl's gonna learn how to work with minimal, minimal equipment. She can have just hardly anything. Time, she give a no mum an hour. If it's a 10 hour job, she'll do it in an hour. She yeah, could do it, crazy. balance, multitasking, a child, dinner, whatever, like getting a task, like she will get that task done and she'll have it done like the best. Cause it will be, it'll be the best. Cause she hasn't got time. She hasn't got time to overthink it or think it. She just goes with it. And she yeah, has to trust her gut. She's got to make quick decisions. Like when the skills I've learned as a mother, even learning things like, oh, like how to best negotiate with humans. I can negotiate so good with humans now because I've had to negotiate with a fucking four-year-old. Do you know how hard it is negotiating <laughs> with a four-year-old towards a chocolate bar before bed? And you're yeah. not allowed to have a chocolate bar. Or it's like, I don't know, doesn't want to brush their teeth and you've got to try and make it their idea about losing your shit. I've had to practice that so many times. Now when it comes to a human, I really think about how I'm speaking to them and I really sat and I was like, wow, Lace, because starting all these new businesses, I was just like, God, I feel very overwhelmed. Like I've got mm. really huge business partners I'm working with that are very successful and I'm like, oh, I feel nervous, like out of my comfort zone. But I've just sat and sat with myself and like, you've learned X, Y, and Z over this four or five years. Like, yeah, you might have taken a break from traditional work, but the skills you've learned. You've up a hell of a lot of skills. And every mum has that. And I want every mum to know that. Because I think a lot of mums, 
we do lose ourselves because we feel worthless because society makes you feel like you're a piece of shit now you're this is what i was just gonna say it's a bit deep but do we actually feel lost because of comparison through things like social media and judgment of others because actually on reflection if i didn't have social media and i wasn't comparing myself to other people i think i would have given birth and still wore the fucking five inch loops for sure wore the the, so, the suit whatever because my eldest is a lot older than your guys i didn't have a social media presence in my life when i had eva interesting there was no mrs hinch cleaning her fucking house every 10 fucking seconds and it looked perfect i love her great good for you but there was none of that i was not comparing myself to anyone it didn't matter all i saw were my other friends also covered in sick and they were tired and we'd be like girl this is the ghetto, this is the pits. And it was quite <laughs> sweet because we could laugh about it. I didn't judge myself. Um, and I also felt like I was quite fortunate enough to have a lot of support physically mm. from the household. And I know a lot of people are like, you've had kids, you've got to move on, live your own life. Fuck off, I was 21 when I gave birth. Young. You think I'm going to get a pokey little flat and start struggling. Why? I chose, we chose to accept the invitation to live with my mother-in-law. Mm. She'd had kids before. They hadn't turned out bad. Why the hell would I turn down a pair of hands in the name of independence? Yeah, okay, I've had a baby, probably younger than we would have wanted to. And if somebody wants to shame me for that, good for you. But I'm going to go over there where help is being offered. That was... I think that's a huge so thing. Accepting help. Did you feel lost then? When no. you... So I'm kidding. Except for help. So no, like, yeah. as well. That's a huge point because most mums, because of social media, is like you're a superwoman, have to have it all. No, I'm not. So we don't accept Shut help. We try up. to do yeah. everything. We're doing one of like fifty fucking jobs. Like it's I'm not, so insane. I felt and like you know I wasn't. no one even says thank you. No, they don't. Mm. I felt like no I one wasn't says to you, you're doing a good fucking job. You're doing great. You're a boss. Yeah, no one says very that shit. Rarely. No one says, you know what they say to you? They're like, what do you do? You're like, I'm a stay-at-home mum. They go, oh, and leave you. And you're like, And think of you as like this bitch. girl that just like sits around the house all day watching yeah. this morning and like clearing up. Yeah. Right now. Like, like that's all you're looked at or seen as. 100%. Oh, daytime TV. But like, I think. My TV don't get, even get turned on. I don't no, know why the don't. fuck I have a TV. It's pointless. Mm. I think because of when I had my first child, I didn't have a lot to compare to, but inherently i knew i am not superwoman like i would think to myself who the fuck has time to do all this shit not me and it sounds crazy but i was lucky enough to be able to outsource it to the mother-in-law that's what she wanted oh she was very fucking excited about it and i will i'm so grateful for that because without that i think it would have been a little bit of a mess and i can see how you would spiral i had time in the morning to shower i had time in the morning to make sure my hair looked nice before i got ready for work and took pippa to nurse eva to know i had all of that time because we were in it together mm, had it just that. been me and my other half at the time that would have been really fucking tough do you know what i feel and like also as well? he sorry one more he took a break stopped working and stayed at home to give that okay you go now find a job do whatever you want to chase and I didn't feel like it was all on me as the mum. Mm. So I understand my situation would have been really quite unique. But I feel really lucky. And I never had that lostness. It sounds wild, but we'd still do date nights. We'd still go party. We'd still do all that shit. Because not all the time, but, you know, when you, you woke had up, the time. mums is there to yeah, take so the kids for a couple of hours. That is still so hanging. great. I feel like when I was young, it used to be more of a community as well of women. Mm, like yeah, we'd always be true. at someone's house playing with their kids and some, there would always be a mum to help out. And yep. I feel like in this day and age, there's just not that. Gone. There's nowhere like, no one feels comfortable enough to be like, yo, can you look after my kid? Like I need a break or I've got to go do this. 
it's insane how, and it's so sad because actually, you're judged like you're we probably your would want it. But no, the problem is, totally. do you want know it? Is because no one really is having help these days. So like taking on someone else's kid is actually draining. Because I'm like, I don't have help either, and I'm so tired. Like take, but if we just could all create the community again, where like once a week the kids went to someone's house yeah. or something. Do you know what I mean? Just <laughs> one bit of a break. You know you. you're gonna have them all on a Wednesday, and that's fine. Yeah, because Thursday nice when they were together, actually, they played together, and it's actually quite easier having more than one. Um, but it's yeah. so challenging. The community feel is gone. People feel like, and I feel like a lot of mums get judged and cussed for doing things that they used to love to do, like going out. Look, if I want to go out and have a cocktail, and my six-month-old baby is at home asleep because my mother-in-law has sorted it out. Why am I not able to do that? Oh my god, do you know so what? I'm so past me. that. I know I get judged left, right, and center on my on my Insta because I we know I love to party. Yeah, we girl. know I'm living my best life, but equally at the same time, I have my child fifty percent of the week. No, but sorry, the dads were going to do that, and no one would say shit. A single fucking word. No word. one would say shit ever. I'm wetting the baby's head. Shut the fuck up. And you know what, if that's what you're going to do, fine. We just shouldn't judge each other because everybody needs their release. Yeah. And it's so important to maintain a level of your old self when you have kids because you will drown in mum life and then you have it's no so identity. Scary. Do you I'm know thinking back to, to that time, it's awful. Do you know when I went to Ibiza, so I was with like a, a big group of people and one of them um, hadn't been away. I can't remember if it was five years or ten years, she'd said, because... She's just, you know, stay-at-home mum. So I said, so this is your first ever holiday, like, away, and this is the first thing you've done for yourself. She's like, yeah, I said, that is actually really unhealthy. And I, I went to, to look Turkey. After more. I went to Turkey for one week when Pippa was six months old, and I left her with my sister. Before I was going, I asked her, I said, I need my girls are going on holiday, I really want to go. Would you mind? Leon and his mum would have been okay, but she was a stay-at-home mum, and she loves babies, and I was like, would you like? And she was like, "Yeah, of course." But also, uh, oh God, that's unhealthy. I, I, I like it. Really bothers me. Like, I mean, look, you do you. You can come for me on this one. But if you don't leave your child and you don't pass your child over to your aunt, uh, to your sisters, or your mum and dad, you are causing such, such a problem a, yeah. for your for yourself. And you want to know what's really funny? Actually, looking back, although it was eight years ago, the same person who made the comment about my weight the other evening. We were there. My sister called me, FaceTimed me. Pippi's going nuts, right? She's screaming, screaming. I don't know why. She's a six-month-old baby. Mm. So I get on FaceTime and I'm like, hi, hi. And it kind of worked. She did relax. At the point, she didn't have any kids. And she was like, such a young age to leave your kid alone, isn't it? I said, she's not alone. But I, back yeah, in the day, like, Lisha, I said, she's not alone. Who the fuck? Do you think she made that call herself? Yeah. You I think this friend is getting sacking after this episode. Yes, you know what? I just have things I need to clear with her and I think yeah. I can move on. But yeah. yeah, she said such a young age. She hadn't even got she didn't even have kids. Her kids like four. Yeah, so I think we judge ourselves not only based on the stories we create in our head, but sometimes you think you've got friends. They're not your mates. It's really difficult though as well, because in motherhood, like you might not have family and friends. Like right now I'm in a position where actually I don't live near any of my family and friends. I have no one to help me. I'm by myself a lot with my kid and it's so challenging. So I'm putting myself in like someone's position that maybe don't have, their friends have gone, they don't have their family. Like how do they still find themselves? Because I remember being in that and just you lose everything when you have a kid, like your whole sense of identity. Guys, you can't even fucking leave the house anymore. Do you know how hard it is to leave a house when you have a kid? Yeah. You can't just leave the house. Remember when she's about to leave the house? Oh my God, I miss them days. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, you don't have that same freedom. So it's everything you knew, it's gone, gone. In, a, 
in a second, as soon as that baby comes out of that vagina, gone. That's the point. We are, you know, it's so easy to be like, yeah, take up a new hobby, do this, do that. But if you are even a single mum mm -hmm. and you've got like, I've not really got my family around me or my sister's always busy or I don't really have friends that have babies, but like, unless it's you guys really, like yeah. other than that, I don't. And I'd, it's like you say, you know, oh, why don't we just pass our kids on to friends and get support and stuff? But there's always that sense of like, you feel bad. You do, bad. and I think if you need help, first of all, you need to ask for help. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. Just be like, I need help. And do you know, what? there's times where I've done that and it hasn't really gone down too well. But you've just got to keep like going because it's so challenging being a parent. So hard. Like it's fucking really challenging. But you also think like maybe even take time, like you said, go for the walk. Like if your baby's napping or sleeping, that babies do sleep a lot, make sure you're going for a walk. Or um, what can you do like inside the house? You know, like we all laughed about my little jigsaw piece with my glass of wine. Yeah. That, I loved my jigsaw. Oh my gosh. I want another one. I've brought another jigsaw with um, Santina. We need to do it, but it's going to be fucking hard. But like that is just something that's creative, stimulates the mind, like it's downtime it's away from like doing the load of washing it's away Absolutely. from thinking about the nappies and everything um i think for me i don't know i think journaling's very very powerful when you're in that lost That's state it. It is, yeah. because too often i know when i'm really really overwhelmed it's actually because everything's in my head and it's constantly cycling and constantly cycling that's why i had to do the whiteboard so i'll either journal or i'll kind of like mind map my brain and be like, okay, this is an issue, this is an issue, this is, or I'm working on this, working on this. And then kind of spider diagram everything, okay, like, how am I going to get over this? Or what could I do? So it's like you're almost mind mapping with your own brain how you're going to work through things. Yeah. So I think that's, if, especially if you're feeling lost, It's really great to out. look back on as well. Like, I read my journal from a year ago. I was fucking psychotic. <laughs> I was, last, this time last year, my mind was spiraling like, I was saying to my friend the other day I was like it's so crazy to think this time last year I was on my floor crying every single day so sad isn't it I was but so look at where you are now whole year day, like you would never believe I could be to this level like it's in like even I'm like whoa shit that feels like forever ago I don't even really remember that but when I actually know yeah September last year I was crying every single day I mean like but you won't even go crying. back into that. Do you know what I mean? And it that's will. the reality. And the great thing is because life does that. It's in cycles. Mm -hmm. It'll go up and down, up and down, round and round, round and round. But knowing that I got through that really sad time and it ended up great. Now, next time it happens, I'm like, oh my God, the other side of this is going to be great. And I always say this to myself, the other side of this pain, the other side of this darkness is bliss. Mm. I always say that to myself. Everyone's going through a hard time, I'm like, the other side is bliss. And I think you just need to keep telling yourself that because it really is. You can't see the full plan. You're not going to be like this for 50 years. I think yeah. as well on that, like vulnerability is is key. You know, just speaking out loud with you two, it's clear to see that we are always all feeling the same thing. And I think it's, people don't want to share vulnerability or weakness, especially on socials and stuff. Like find that community, like just put yourself out there of like, you know, I'm feeling really low or I feel a bit lost. Is there any other mums that are feeling the same? You could end up having like a coffee morning once a week whilst the kids are at nursery. And just, yeah. I think we feed off energy as humans like we have to have human interaction we have to so if you are that stay-at-home mum like that's the worst thing you could do is just like staying She's indoors so isolated. If you're not a mum like god if I was in a bad place I'd 100% be reaching out to people or just put something on my socials like guys I feel fucking lost right now anyone else feel the same yeah 
And actually, it would be quite refreshing for you to see. And I wouldn't doubt that anyone would have, you know, inboxes from other people saying, I feel the same. A sense of community is so important. Mm. Or even like, I feel so lost right now. Has anyone been through this? How do you get out of it? Yeah. yeah. Like, put it up there. Put it yeah. up there. You don't have all the answers at all. And if it's the first time going through something so rough, how the hell do you know how to get out? Oh my You've gosh. got to reach out and talk. And every time you're going for a rough patch, it's always a new situation. So yeah, you had the last situation, but it's a new situation. It's like, how do I go with this one? Like yeah. this is, having a baby is totally different to, I don't know, my boyfriend breaking up with me. Do you know what I mean? Like Absolutely. it's a whole different circumstance. But again, they will all end. But I don't know. I think just like you said, Holly, like really taking that time out, like even just committing to like five minutes of silence a day yeah. or just movement, just anything. Music like dancing, is dancing, well. yeah. Music Screaming. really got me out of like a bit of a, a bad place. I used to put on the, like the hardest rap, like Cardi B in the car, fucking rapping my little heart out just to yeah. get me back into my bad bitch energy. <laughs> like Absolutely. music is therapy. But I think like what I've got from this chat is just like, timing is everything like be really kind to yourself you're not if you feel lost it's not something that you just could have come out of a week like it could take a year yeah could take two three years you know whatever it is um communication is key find i think find a community i think another huge thing is that especially for mums if you need to learn to put yourself first i Do think it. i noticed i put myself last after my partner after my child and i was drained i was tired i felt unappreciated but you feel unappreciated because they haven't asked you to do that you're just doing that because you're a mum expectant almost yeah, yeah you're like oh this is what I have to do I'm a mum now and it's like no fuck that put you first like mm -hmm. whatever that means even if you're like I wish now I was like to my partner I need an hour a day to just go for a walk yeah imagine if I made that commitment I would have had an hour a day from her whole life to have my own time and why the fuck would he have known that why would he have he would never morning and go hey do you want an hour a day of course not no he wouldn't have. So sometimes we harbor these this bitterness about how much we've done and sacrificed that's gonna speak volumes thing, like, going out and doing stuff like i now have so much fun and i was like i didn't even like go see my friends at all i was so in motherhood and so engrossed in this fucking hero's fucking thing that was bullshit that like i could have been like to my whoever like I need you to babysit once a week. I'm going out to see my friends. I'm do going you know, out to do this. Why did I not? Like, I it's crazy. Know. Do you know what I love about this space I'm in and how lucky I've been as a parent in general? It's, I don't need to say, let me check if I can come. All I need to say is text my partner, are you working on this day? Mm. He will say no and I'll book the thing I want to book. Yeah. Because it's not really baby and he's exactly the same. Are you going to be here on these days? Yes. And he'll go, book the thing I want to book. There's no weird, it should be me at home because the kids are this. We're very much equal partners in parenting. And that's just kind of how we've done it. Because I, I'm not, sorry, we're not, we're not doing that. Oh, I can't leave my kid too long with their dad. Do you know that's what? You're just like control freak. It's like you feel like mums do that because they're like control freaks and they want to do everything for that baby. But that's really damaging for you because you're taking on everything and you're also letting your partner down because they've had a kid too and how they are they gonna care. grow so based on that i think that would be a great conversation to have with your partner with your family with your friends if you are lost like hey this is how i'm feeling right now I'm trying to find my way back to me or i just feel like i need to maybe start new hobbies or go out more can yeah. you support me for the next six months like even if it's having your child once a month i know it doesn't sound like a lot but it, if you're not going out and doing stuff like it's going to give you some sort of life back to find yourself you know what yeah. like 
So I've been really struggling with like co-parenting and finding days of when to co-parent. Mm. We definitely should have that topic one day. We will. <laughs> when we we're will. all a bit more comfortable now. Um, so we finally agreed, like, so I was like, look, I need a weekend. I don't get weekends off. I need a weekend. He's just out here having all the fucking fun on the weekends. So a couple of weeks ago, I got my first weekend. Guys, bad mums was my theme of the weekend. <laughs> I, it was I love brilliant. it. Yeah, but can I just bad say... Mums. You had a spring in your step when you walked back through that door that day. Right. You just had a great energy about yourself. Focused on Lots you. of fun stuff had happened. And I was like, thank fuck she actually needed this. I needed that. Like, I went fucking, like, I can't even probably say what I got down to. You had a drink. Had an alcoholic drink, but I did worse than that, girls. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that I would usually say no to, I said yes, yes. to. I remember being like, this is going to be a fucking yes weekend. And I went so crazy and did the wildest shit. And yeah, I felt so good afterwards. Like, really fucking happy about it. That's yeah, brilliant. you needed it, and man. That's what most parents need. You need to be like, I've got no responsibility, no kid. I'm going to go fuck up some shit and just you do some crazy shit. You guys that meme. I need to put myself first, Lucius. <laughs> no. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. I'll send it to you. It's hilarious. And as you guys are talking, I'm like, I get where she was coming from. Yeah. But also, from you going out that weekend, so much has changed in your life. <laughs> yeah. Has, hasn't it? It really has changed a bit. I don't drink any alcohol, which is good. Like, I just had that one, two drinks. And the next day I went to a party and I was like, oh, do you want to have a drink? No, no, no one knew. They were like, do you want a drink? I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not drinking. Um. So, yeah, it's just a lot's been happening. Mm. <laughs> Look what happens when you put yourself first. Yeah, it's true. And that's what my main message is. Like, oh putting yourself first changes so much. There was another thing why mums, and I know this is not possible for everyone, but when my kids got a little bit older, I would have a thing where it's like, my husband was always the early riser. I'm not, okay, I will fucking rip your head clean off your shoulders if you try and give me your toddler bullshit at a certain time of the morning. Mm -hmm. And we had that agreement. If it's not 7.30 or 8, whatever the time mm. was, I can't please don't come and see mummy. If you really need something, Go ask daddy. your dad. Love he's that. been up for two hours. He's done X, Y, Z, and he's got the energy. He's ready. So if it's not this time, don't look for me. Because I haven't like got that. an answer. I've seen, um... Obviously, that's not an everyday thing when he's there. Yeah. And so the days he wasn't there and I was haggard at seven and they wanted something, I could cope with it. Mm. Yeah, because you knew it weren't going to be forever. Yeah. I love my cousin. He's always like, oh, it's my day to do bed and bath. And I'm like, why did I not think of that mm. when my child was young? Like, split up the days of your partner. Mm. Like, this is your days to do bed and bath. It's my days to do bed and bath. Or if they do every day because you do the other stuff. And you know like, how amazing Start finding for time them. for you, man. And it helps them build their connection. I could yeah. bugger off for a week. The kids' hair will be done. They will be fed. They will look great. They barely survive. <laughs> but it's because they're different ages. They're teenagers now. But When I get also... Mab's back one time, she was like, Mum, can you just make me vegetables? I was like, yeah. I was like, we've not had any for a few you days. You know. <laughs> Now you've got to, um, part of helping yourself is empowering other people. And I think we underestimate that with dads. Mm. We really, and then they become a man baby. Oh no. Uh, Mayburn's dad's an amazing dad. I could yeah. definitely, and that's one thing I did actually, we both had hem parties and a stag party to go to when she was about nine weeks. So I just left her for a weekend and went to a hen party and it was like, and when I even got back, he was like, this is really hard. Like you're doing a really great job. And I was like, that's oh, nice. you. Cause he actually got to see like behind the scenes when you can't leave that baby. Like, he, they get to go on and off and swan in and out. And you know what? 
yeah, he might have not known everything. I gave him a list and everything, but they'll make it work. The babies are resilient. They're not going to die. They're going to figure it out. Yeah. And the more you just leave them brave. to do it, they're going to have to do it. Yeah. yeah. You've got to be brave, girls. I think for me, my experience as a mother has been really, really different. <coughs> but I really put those boundaries in place from the get-go because I've seen mothers, I've seen young mothers, and I thought, that can never be me. I want to have my children. I want to love them. And I want to be really happy about having them. Mm. Um, it's You can become resentful towards your kids. And I think there's a saying like most most people's first bullies are their mothers. Yeah. Why is that? They're bitter as shit. And they're bitter as shit because they gave you everything when they didn't need to go down that route. Mm. Set your boundaries. Reach out for help. And if yeah, you I felt them, like I'd lost my whole life having a baby. And I was like, mm. you guys have taken everything from me. I have nothing left. And But had they? Well, no, you my life's amazing. Yeah, I did. Like, I could have done other stuff. And like I said as well, just knowing that this time's going to end. Like, she's not going to be this little forever. No, you only and, really and feel like 20 years of your child, really. There's a thing that's like from the age of <laughs> like, I don't know, like 15 or something, the time that you spend with your kid drastically changes. I can't cope. I think the majority of time you spend with your kid is like the first 15 years and then that's it from there. Yeah, think about season. it from birth. Like from birth, obviously you're with them every day. Then it's nursery. Then it's school. And it's like, it's... But it does become less or less. So, like, fully the thing feel is, at when, 15, they're going to be hanging out with their friends all the time. This is what I'm saying. I fully feel when Eva goes to uni, I might need to be committed into a psych ward. I'm just not ready for that much space without her. I tell her every day. I tell her, I'm like, this is going to devastate me. And she's like, Mum, we'll be all right. No, we fucking won't. Because you won't come back. You're going to fuck off to Manchester when I won't have you got, anymore. At least you got Pip. I've got, oh, thank God. But when Eva goes to uni, poof. I said to her the other day, do you think I'll be a sicko if I sell the house and buy a house in the city you're going uni at? And you'll be partying like, with her, I know you will. She said, that's insane, please don't do that. <laughs> really? Wow, okay. I'll miss her so much. Wow, but... she's really looking to leave. Mate. Yeah, she's like, fuck off. I'm out. I do think about this though with Mabs now, like every summer, I've always been a, made summer a big deal. And we didn't actually have last summer, not this summer, summer before, because we went traveling beginning of the year. So we were in loads of countries. So I was like, this summer we're skipping. So I actually miss not having it. But I always think, I'm like, I only really have like 10 more summers of you now. Where you're going to want to hang out with me. You're going to want to be with your friends all the time, not want to hang out with me. So like every summer, it's only 10. It's like 60 weeks. It's a whole year that I'm now going to be able to spend with my kid over the next 10 years, say. Yeah. And I put my fucking, I don't care. I'm exhausted. I'm drained. I put everything to the back. I'm like, me and you, girl, we're going to create some memories. It will be worth it. It will be. It will be worth it. It's all temporary. Remember that, guys. But you still have to put yourself first. Absolutely. 100%. Mm. Well, I hope this has been helpful for all the mums. And even if you're not a mum, I feel like there's been some really good tips in here. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, we've all felt lost. We all go through it. We all come out of it. And actually, it's the best place for a growth zone. It is. It is. Yeah. The other side is bliss. I'll remember that when I'm having a nervous breakdown after my alarm goes off. It's coming. It's <laughs> coming. And of course, if you are listening and you're currently going through that phase, feel like you can always reach out to us. Mm. Like, we're always there. We are. We love you. We love ya. Peace.